Welcome to the RG Podcast Network and the RG Business Navigate series. This podcast presents topical global business stories that affect Bermuda. Series host Shivani Sepp interviews business leaders and experts in finance, insurance, reinsurance, risk, accounting, and other business services. Enjoy the podcast. Welcome to the RG Business Podcast Series. I'm Shivani Sait and I'm your host. These podcast series have been all about international business, as many of the listeners will know by now. Today's podcast is actually about from an organisation called Schools to Know, all about boarding schools. And it very much does play part of international business, because if you think about it, with international business come a lot of people who bring lots of families and want to know how to educate their children where to educate them. So today I'm very excited to welcome Kelly Sheehan from Schools to Know. Welcome Kelly online. Thank you very much for having me. And I'd also like to mention that Kelly is currently, as she's just told me, sitting in Florida. So if you hear a slight distortion in the voice or a different sound, it's because we are on a call and recording this podcast. So today, Kelly, will be learning about opportunities for boarding schools in the U.S., particularly for students here in Bermuda. So I'm looking forward to discussing this with you. And um, But before we actually delve in, if I could please ask if you could tell me about your background and your work at Schools to Know. Well, thank you so much for having me. Yes, Schools to Know has been around for 30 years. The founder, Tori Dodge, was an educational consultant in Bermuda and in New Hampshire. And about five years ago, she asked for help um, with some planning. I am an event planner. I am not an educational consultant. And my goal is to introduce as many different types of boarding schools to families as I can. And so I've taken over the work of Schools to Know with a little bit of a different angle. It's really trying to bring schools together and bring as many families to our events as possible. Okay, thank you. And just, actually, could you just confirm it is just schools in the U.S., is that right? Well, in actuality, um, we have had, in the last 30 years, there have been events with the British schools, the school boarding schools from Canada, and the U.S. This year, our event will only be schools from the U.S., the U.S., my apologies, and basically the admissions people that come, like myself, I have 25 years experience in boarding school admissions, and the people that choose to come to uh, Bermuda usually have that same kind of years in education. Okay. Thank you. And, and for a small island, Bermuda has actually several public and private schools. Why do you target Bermuda for boarding schools? Bermuda has amazing schools and we have been coming. I would say the schools that I have worked for or the schools that come to the Schools to Know events have been coming for many years. As I said, the events for Schools to Know have been going on for 30 years. But there's a school called St. Johnsbury Academy in Vermont, and they will boast about the fact that they have a 40-plus year history of enrolling students from Bermuda. And they feel that Bermudian students are a wonderful addition to their school because we are all looking for school for students from many parts of the world. Students from Bermuda bring culture and experiences from a small tropical island 
and share with their community members. Boarding schools value students with diverse backgrounds and experience, and it makes our communities that much richer. We cannot raise global citizens without attracting students from all corners of the globe. Yes, a very valid point. I I suppose, in your opinion then, what is the advantage of a boarding school and, and what would you feel is the ideal age to go? I always love the fact that when students come to a boarding school, whether it's a junior boarding school that starts in fifth or sixth grade or a more traditional boarding school that begins in ninth and goes through twelfth or post-grad, students are actually able to be their own age. They have that opportunity to live in a ninth grade dorm or a sixth grade dorm. Cardigan Mountain School in New Hampshire, Eagle Brook in Massachusetts. Those are junior boarding schools, and they really work closely with that middle school student, those preteen years. And then you have a ninth grader coming to a boarding school, and they have that opportunity to actually act like a 13, 14, or 15-year-old, which is really important. Um, The timing of a decision to attend a boarding school is very personal, and the benefits, in my opinion, are numerous. Some might find it rewarding in the academic realm, the artistic realm, or the athletic environment. Okay. Um, And your website actually says that you connect families to boarding school. Could you perhaps walk me through this process? In my mind, really, the thought of trying to choose the right boarding school for your child must be incredibly daunting. So how do you actually connect these families to to the right boarding school? And I think that's one of the reasons that boarding school fairs are so important, because a lot of families that arrive don't know what they're looking for. Some may have a history in boarding schools and they want to look at a certain five, but others don't have any idea what they're looking for. So I say, keep an open mind. You get to go to one high school for your child and fit matters. Attending a boarding school fair gives students the chance to learn about many different schools. Maybe they're thinking about a single gender school. Go meet Chase, director of admissions at Woodbury Forest. He's not only the director, but he attended Woodbury And he can talk all about his experience and about the experience of the student he works with in a single gender school. Maybe you don't know if you want a large school or a small school. Get to meet all of those admissions people. Again, keep an open mind. Okay. And and if I think about it culturally, then there must be obviously different cultures in the different schools. Again, how do you match those to to the student or the family? Because it's quite a big decision. Well, and I think culture will come in different areas. Maybe a family really wants their child to wear a uniform or a jacket and tie and a skirt. And that's going to be something that's going to rule out some schools right away because some boarding schools have moved away from dress code or uniform. Other schools do have a dress code. So that may be one. Um, Again, single gender or Uh, Some families don't want a school with a postgraduate because they don't want 19- and 20-year-olds on a campus. Maybe they want to be in a city or in the country. Maybe they want to attend a school that has um, water nearby, so it's more like they're in Bermuda. Or maybe they want something completely different, and they will go into a country setting in Connecticut like Pomfret School or Williston, Northampton in Massachusetts. 
Okay. And, you know, just talking about schools then, I suppose I, I come from the UK, obviously, and there's a, a system where you know which school is perhaps better than another, which is focused for another. Do you have a sort of league system in the US? How does it work exactly with, with trying to even choose a school that then becomes a feeder into university, which I know is very key in the United Kingdom? Is there a similar structure in the US? Well, and I think the application process is an important one. COVID really changed the way schools are looking at applications. At one time, all boarding schools accepted the SSAT as part of the application process, which includes transcripts, letters of recommendation. But there are some schools out there that do not, um, you don't need to submit the SSAT testing, that you will really focus on your transcript, your interview, and your letter of recommendation. You really are going to want to pay attention to what your transcript is. And if you're a B student, there are schools for you. Bs are great. But if you're a strong A student and you test very highly, there are going to be those schools for you as well. Okay. No, thank you. And I appreciate that for many families that have been going, they have been going to boarding schools for generations. But for those families who are considering this as an option for the first time, what what would be your advice? That's one of the best pieces of boarding school is that I believe we have done more outreach to families that are not part of a boarding school family. Grandfathers, great grandfathers and grandmothers have not gone. Um, Some students and their families, yes, they are very familiar with the idea of boarding school. But for many students, it's new. I suggest you ask a lot of questions. You think critically about this type of school you would like to attend, but maybe you're passionate about marine biology, but you don't want to limit yourself to just that area of study. Look at Tabor Academy. Look at Proctor in New Hampshire. But maybe you want to swim all year or golf, but you do not want to forego a strong academic program. Then you look at St. Andrews in Florida, where students can play a sport or dance or be involved in theater and music all academic year. So it's really what is the best So not only are you asking a lot of questions to boarding schools, but I think parents and guardians really need to ask a lot of questions of what they're looking for for their child and what their child, because a child really needs to be 100% invested in going to a boarding school. If they don't want to go and they want to be home, I think that's something where parents need to listen to that as well. Okay, because I know certainly on the island I have heard of people going to boarding school and then suddenly coming back within six months because it wasn't for them. I I imagine you must have heard of many scenarios where that does happen. Well, and that's what I wonder if they did as much research because I truly feel the first two weeks, yes, there is homesickness. Students do. They miss home. They miss mom's cooking. They miss being able to do whatever they want. Mom, I want to go to the store on a Sunday. Where at a boarding school, you are there seven days a week. Um, So I think it's really trying to find the right fit school. I know there are certain schools that students love being on campus. They don't care about weekend activities. But then there are other schools that boast about amazing weekend activities and students are going into the city all the time or to the mall. So it's really trying to find that right fit. 
Okay. And then, you know, really following on from that, emotionally speaking, the thoughts that run through one's mind when you think of boarding school, you think of the family nucleus changing. How do you really guide families through this period? Boarding schools have such a strong advisor program. And I think that is something that we even looked at closer during COVID because a lot of the schools were open. Families could not come to visit. So how could we make sure that families still felt connected with their their children? Um, mm-hmm. Schools and families partner to guide their students through the teen years, whether it's at the junior boarding school level or at the traditional boarding school. Advisors are in close contact with families and communication is important. Um, as I mentioned, St. Andrews in Florida, they meet their advisors Students meet their advisors twice a week. At Pomford in Connecticut, they have advisee dinner once a week at the advisor's home. Faculty are welcoming these students into their family, but they are not making decisions without the parents' input. And I think that's very important for families to understand that it's a partnership. Okay. And and how often do families actually get to visit their children at boarding school if they're able to? How often can they see them? I think now that COVID, we'd like to say it's over. Families can see their their children as much as possible. We do encourage students to, to make a time at least once over the weekend to do a Zoom or to call their families and do a check-in or send a text or send an email. But you would be surprised at the number of families on the sideline at games in the fall, in the winter, in the spring. Okay. Families are welcome to campus, and there is always volunteer opportunities for families, whether it's volunteering on campus or doing some work in an admissions office or welcoming people to their home in the alumni world or the admissions world. So we definitely put families to work. Okay, (laughs) good to know. Um, Let's think about it from a child's perspective now. So if we focus on the three E's of learning and development, education, experience, and exposure, how do boarding schools address these? I know we started off saying that Bermuda has amazing educational um, communities, and it does. I think the educational opportunities at a boarding school provide students with world-class facilities and faculty. Um, these schools can challenge all students to think critically. Students become more accountable and independent. Students surround themselves by the best and brightest from around the world, including students and educators. They are surrounded by other students like them that care and want to do well and educators that want to push their students to be their best selves. And it's not a a five-day-a-week job for these educators. Maybe a student wants extra help on an advanced chemistry assignment. Well, they can meet that teacher on a Saturday or Sunday morning at brunch. Living in a boarding school allows a student to really develop strong relationships with faculty and know that they have those faculty to reach out to. And they are students that value community and may want to be part of more than just one extracurricular activity where these students are living 24-7 at a boarding school. They're not running off to tennis practice that may be an hour away 
in traffic. Okay. They can play tennis right there. They can play ice hockey. I know there are a lot of Canadians living in Bermuda, and they seem to love to go to New England schools to play hockey at any level. Okay. And the exposure, of course, the networking, as you mentioned earlier, must be incredible to meet people from all over the world. Yes. Um, so, so one area we haven't yet talked about really is the cost, and I suppose that's that's a huge fear factor. What is the annual school fee of attending a boarding school um, in the United States? And of course, then after that, you have to think about the addition of airfares, the visits. Um, so, you know, do schools then offer scholarships or aid with the costs? So perhaps if I start, that was a lot. So perhaps if I start with what is the annual school fee of attending a boarding school? I think tuition is such a scary conversation for families to have within their own unit and then to ask boarding schools. Tuition at all boarding schools vary, but it can be anywhere from $50,000 to $80,000 a year. It is very similar to that of a university. Our campuses are very similar to that of a university. However, most schools have need-based aid and families can apply for the need-based aid. Schools will look at a family's ability to pay, not willingness to pay. Some schools do offer merit and athletic scholarship, but it's not necessarily the norm. Um, I think they're trying to really put a level playing field and making boarding school education and boarding school communities open to a wide range of families. And that's where diversity will come in as well. Okay. And and with the aid, just to really understand that a little bit better, you said the needs-based aid. Um, could you just elaborate a little bit on that? W- would that be covering the entire fifty to 80000 a year? Is it a it portion? Really, how, how does that work? It will depend on a family's ability. Um, on all boarding school websites, there will be a link in the admissions section that says how to afford a whatever school it is, a boarding school tuition, and it will really break down. Um, Some schools use SSS, which is School um, Student Services, which is a financial aid uh, company. Other schools are moving to Clarity, which is much easier for international families to submit their documents. And again, Mm -hmm. that goes into the admissions process. And if a student is acceptable with their application, then it moves into, can that school provide enough funding for that student? Okay. And then in terms of the scholarships, are these now full scholarships? Again, I'm just trying to understand, is it a part scholarship? So if you have a, you know, if you're a fantastic swimmer coming from Bermuda, you can be awarded a swimming scholarship. Does that mean that your fees are paid for every year? Definitely the financial aid and merit usually is given for the time the student is at a particular school. But again, the, the need-based aid will be on what a parent can pay. The merit or athletic scholarship can be on top of that. So a family may be able to afford half tuition, so they are being asked to pay $35,000 instead of seventy. But in addition Mm -hmm. to that, a student may be an amazing singer or a swimmer 
and that particular school is able to offer merit aid on top. So maybe they'll give an, an additional 5000 or $10,000 on top of that financial aid. And each school will have a director of financial aid. And my recommendation to families is make sure you ask questions and do not be afraid to ask questions and do not be afraid to at least apply for financial aid. Okay. No, it's very relevant because obviously the, the concern and the fear of thinking about a boarding school is the cost. How much will it cost to send my child there? What about the flights? What about visiting? How often can they actually bring them home again? So it's really important that you've said keep asking the questions, always apply. You never know. So that makes it a much more open field for everybody to have a chance. Correct. And schools do not want parents to feel a huge pinch. They want families to contribute to their child's education, but not to do so in a way that makes it affordable for that family. Okay. Thank you, Kelly. And and finally, Kelly, I know you are going to be back on island at a boarding school event. Please, could you tell the listeners more about it? When is it? Where is it being held? And, and what can they expect? Well, thank you. I'm so excited that we're celebrating 30 years of Schools to Know boarding school events. And we are hosting our annual school fair on Sunday, October 1st at the Hamilton Princess and on Monday, October 2nd at Bermuda Underwater Exploration Institute. And on Monday, so a lot of the questions you were asking me can be answered on Monday because before okay. the fair, there will be a panel and Q&A. And that is such a terrific time to talk about process and answer questions before the fair begins. And if okay. any families are looking for a single gender education for their child or are even interested to learn more, there is an event on Saturday, September 30th um, at Deja Vu. And all that information can be found on our Instagram, Schools to Know, and on our website. Okay. And and what time is the fair on, on the Sunday, 1st of October and Monday, on 2nd? Sunday, October 1st at the Hamilton Princess. It's from 3 to 5. And on Monday, okay. October 2nd, the panel begins at 5 p.m. Okay. And then leads into the fair. And how many schools all representatives from the schools will be here with you? We have 40 schools attending this year. Some are from junior okay. boarding schools, and the most of them are from traditional 9 through 12 schools. Okay, that's a huge number, 40. It is, well, and we're so excited. <laughs> yes, I think it will be incredibly exciting. You might find me there. Good. Um, I, <laughs> well, I'd, I'd really like to thank you, Kelly, for coming on today. Kelly Sheehan, my guest today from Schools to Know, it's been Thank you so much very, for having me. No, you're welcome. It's very, been very, very interesting to find out more about the options for families here in Bermuda in terms of education, families that are here for international business, families that live here and are from Bermuda themselves. So I'd like to thank you. Um, I'm Shivani Sate, and I've been your host today. Thank you very much. You've been listening to the RG Podcast Network and the RG Business Navigate series with host Shivani Seth. Check the Royal Gazette for the next episode. Thank you for listening.